champions. Kylian O'Connor somehow managed to get the ball into the back of the net. It's Galway's day. They'll be celebrating here as the mass invasion of Galway fans, the maroon and white, swarms on to Croke Park. Big Keegan, goal! What a touch of Shane Walsh, and he has swung the ball over the bar. And you're very welcome to episode 45 of the Advertiser GA podcast. Thanks everybody for listening and downloading. Make sure to like and share and tell everyone about it. Like, you know, we're get the word out for us there. We appreciate it very much. We're focusing this episode very much on Galway GA. I'm joined again as usual by Keen O'Connell. He's looking out there from Air Square, dreaming of trips to to down the weekend and hurling in Pierce Stadium. It's a busy weekend coming up, but we'll start with the football, Keen. Galway got off to a great start in Division 2 there last weekend against Meath. It's a very tricky division, and on paper last week we were talking this up as a very going to be close encounter, but it was far from that at all. You know, a great win for, for Galway to start the Allianz Football League with the win at home against uh, Meath, a commanding win it was too in Galway to hit one eleven without reply uh, in the first 40 minutes or so of the match. That really uh, uh, illustrated how, uh, how in control Galway were against a very disappointing uh, Meath outfit, but the only thing, Colin, that history will teach us in the Allianz Football League is that things change very quickly. So you're looking at the this weekend's games, Galway, of course, going to Down, who lost to Derry themselves on the opening weekend. All of a sudden, the stakes are piled high for Down. They'll want to, to summon a response. The same could be said for me to host Roscommon. Roscommon themselves, brilliant win at home against Cork, considering they're missing uh, uh, several players uh, due to... Uh, due to uh, club commitments with St. Folias and, and Porrick Pierces, who both uh, exited the All-Ireland uh, Club Championships in, in recent weeks. But Roscommon were down a number of players for, for uh, recently. They still managed to beat Cork, but they'll know going to Navin that it'll be demanding against Mead. Just, that's just the nature, of, of, of especially in Division 2 and Division 3 column, for, for some reason. Go through the, the, the last number of years' uh, results in the Allianz uh, Football League. This is what happens. T- teams bounce back pretty quickly uh, from, from defeats. So, ultimately, Galway, brilliant win against, uh, against uh, me to set them up nicely. But they will also know, Porrick Joyce and his management team will know, that a dangerous game awaits in, uh, in Park Essler on Saturday evening. Yeah, and like Dan, as you said, they lost to Derry there with the weekend up in uh, Ombeg. But like, you know, Ulster, uh, Ulster team at home, that Derry team they played are one of those teams people seem to be fancying to make a real push on this year and have a real drive. So, you know, and Derry put up them for good for periods of that game. For Down, sorry, Down put up them for periods of that game. But like, you know, going up the road, it's going to be a big importance for Park Joyce team to back up that win over Meath. Just show that it wasn't down to conditions. You know, it wasn't one of those freak results that, you know, that the guys are ready to roll and they're ready to drive on again. You pick up another two points here. As we said before, if you can win five games, you're probably going up. You know, they're nearly halfway there if they get two points here out of these first two games. Yeah, and that's why it's it's a critical encounter. You're you're dead right, Colm. To it's it's really important to to put points on the board early in 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 the league and to 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 set yourself up because then no matter what for the remainder of your games you'll always have something to play for if you have points on the board because you'll always have a chance of of going for 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 the top two positions and that's what it what it's about for Galway and of course uh, the flip side then for for other teams they will want to avoid going into Division Three due to the to the new uh, championship format that's going to be implemented. Uh, this year so for, for Galway the, the fact that you have so many players at the moment Colm involved in uh, in uh, Sigerson action oh, don't talk to me about the Sigerson you know, <laughs> as a Mayo man to see poor Tommy Conroy out for a considerable uh, 
amount of time. It's a, it's a huge blow for both uh, Mayo and for NUIG in the Sigerson. But just looking at the Galway team that started the last day, Conor Flaherty still involved with UL, Sean Kelly, uh, NUIG, uh, Paul Kelly, NUIG, Matthew Tierney, NUIG, Tom O'Kilhan, uh, Tom O'Kilhan, NUIG, Rob Finnerty uh, with DCU. So you have a number of players there, and of course other players then that 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 are were, were, that are in the panel are are, are featuring with, with with various uh with various colleges in in the in the Sigerson and Trench Cup. So at the moment it's a real balancing act for 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 everyone for the players for the for the respective managements and and Galway these players have uh, are have are in the middle of a of an of a demanding period. So that's it basically means that form can fluctuate too, Colin, because it's 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 a it's a tough uh, it's a tough schedule for, for 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 players. But to go to down on on Saturday evening, Galway, as you said, know that a win to have four points in the account after two matches that would be a, a really really satisfactory start. And uh, it will be a tricky game though. There's no point in 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 saying otherwise. Of course, uh, people will say down were beaten by Derry, but as you as you mentioned, Colin, Derry are a strong team making considerable progress in in, in recent years, and many people would fancy Derry to to, to develop further in in the coming weeks, months, and, and years. So this game against Down certainly will be revealing for Galway. And just as you mentioned, there you list off five, six, seven players who are playing Sigerson Cup football, all mainstays for Park Joyce's team at the moment and probably will be going into the future this year. Like that shows the kind of youth that Galway are playing with too. Like these aren't the ultimately exper- very experienced lads, a lot of these guys. They're, you know, they're still young guys learn their trade at this level. And, you know, a trip up to down on a Saturday evening, we don't know what the it's going to be like. It's not going to be an easy thing for them. Like, you know, it's going to be, they're still learning as they go. And these guys are all said nearly mainstays of the Galway setup already. Oh, no, absolutely. And it's a, you have to acquire experience and, just due to the pandemic, it's something that we've spoken about a number of times, uh, Colm, the, the fact that due to the pandemic, you've had reduced uh, uh, inter-county seasons for the last couple of years with, with the, the, uh, a smaller amount of games. So it's, it's just a matter of getting matches in, in, into players. And it's something I remember even last year at one stage uh, at, at a press briefing out in Lock George that John Concanon, the Galway selector, spoke about the fact that a lot of these players who've played and been successful with Galway at underage level, some of them winning All-Ireland Under-20 uh, Championship a couple of years ago and competing strongly for honours uh, at minor level. A number of them would have played in, in All-Ireland minor finals for, for, for Galway. But to, you have to acquire the experience at, at senior inter-county level. And while uh, uh, several of them have, have now maybe might be in their third inter-county campaign, the actual amount of appearances that they've played in, in the league and championship combined is still relatively low where it's nearly might be it might be half what they would have in normal times or even a third of what they would have in normal times so it's just it's just important uh, that they're getting games that they're being exposed to playing these type of matches away against down who are going to be pumped up for for the game it's something you've said Colm on, on, on the Mayo Focus podcast that, that we do the the fact that for a lot of Mayo players who played in two All-Ireland uh, senior football finals there's a, there's a lot of the games that they've played for Mayo have been behind closed doors or, or with very limited crowds, and it's it's definitely it's definitely uh, it's definitely a factor. It is, yeah, it is. It's very much a factor. And it's all as we said, a learning experience for these guys. Like obviously, Porrick Joyce, you got, I, the, I saw his interview did afterwards. Like you know, he suppose he couldn't read too much into the the game against Mead. Like you know that just because it was such a dominant performance and Mead's just their shot efficiency, even with the wind, was so poor that you know, he's not going to take too much out of it because he's not going to get carried himself carried away too much with that win 
no, and he he's he he'll be completely realistic about it. Uh, getting two points that was the key thing for Galway. Mission accomplished. Uh, the the fact that it was a comprehensive win, it it, it it's 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 largely irrelevant. He, I'm sure he's, he'll have been happy with the 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 work ethic that was on on display throughout the game. That was a that was a an important uh, aspect of the match because it was a strange game and it it was. Early on, Galway were only three points up, maybe twenty minutes or so in, into the match, and it, it was it was a it was a tough slog at that stage. Before they just had a good burst in in, in the in the lead up to half time, and Tom O'Callaghan with the opportunistic goal that put them one five to, to no score ahead. I think at the time, and that goal kind of just it just powered Galway on, uh, and and they finished strongly to go one nine to, to to no score up uh, at half time. But initially, there was a. There, there, not, not wasn't. I wouldn't say worrying moments, but for Galway for a while, it, it just they, they found it hard to to, to break me down. Even though you'd have to say the defensive work from the likes of Kieran Malloy and Sean Kelly, outstanding. Sean Kelly really when when the game uh, was a bit of a contest early on. Sean Kelly won and he won dirty hard ball for Galway and he carried it forward with with with, with a real sense of purpose. So yeah, no, I think I think you're right. Park Joyce will will will, will be. Uh, he will be very uh, aware that that uh, the game against Down will be a revealing one, and I'm sure that he, he he'd love for his team to to replicate the the drive and the desire they demonstrated at Pier Stadium on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and so it's a Saturday evening throw-in in that game up and down. I'm sure plenty of Galway crowd will make the trip up the motorway to Dublin and up to New York and take in. But it wasn't that wasn't the only football game I note last weekend we had involving Galway teams. We had Kilcarran Kil- Clonburn winning the All Ireland Ladies Senior Football Championship, a brilliant win by a club that's been pushing for a long time to lift that trophy. A remarkable uh, club who who just wanted to 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 claim the the ultimate honour and that they did in some style. Brilliant players, uh, Colin, for, for Galway and for Kilkern Clonburn throughout the years. Look at Annette Clark, the service that she's given uh, Galway ladies football. Unbelievable to be a selector in, in recent years with the Galway senior team to captain Galway to All-Ireland Glory 2004, to be still uh, very much part of the Kilkern Clonburn setup. What an example uh, she set for for the for the next generation of talent that that are really beginning to flourish, the likes of uh, the Divleys and the Wards, and th- this is just a, I suppose that Kilkern Clonburn won the All Ireland on 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 Saturday, but this is this is a long time in culmination, the culmination. Yeah, yeah, they've, long, they've been driving for this for a long time. Like I, I've seen them off enough play against Karen Cohn in recent most recent years, most of the time for Mayo in kind of championships, and they were. A phenomenally good team, but you could see that they were a team that was driven to get this all Ireland success, and this was focused number of years. And you said a lot of work went into that to get them where they are. Oh, absolutely, and that's maybe that's in in some ways could be the secret to the success that the heartbreak that they they experienced at various stages, the the final defeat to to Moran Abbey a couple of years ago, so near but yet so far away. So they they wanted to come back, and when they got their opportunity, they delivered in style. And in an all Ireland final. You just want to win the game, but they did so with a tremendous performance, and you have to admire that the manner in which in which they've uh, they've secured glory for, for for themselves and for for Galway ladies football and Connacht ladies football going forward. Oh yeah, and it's something massive again now for Galway to build on when we come up into the league and the championship and the ladies football season, which is going to be starting very soon. But we'll move on again there now because you cut up this week with a new Galway chairperson Paul Bellew for a chat about things, all things going on in Galway football and hurling. Yeah, I spoke with Paul Bellew during the week. Uh, 
good to see Paul Bellew operating as the as the Galway GA chairman. Really innovative ideas, and I think that it's an exciting time for 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 Galway GA at the moment. Promise is always a a word that that we probably speak about in 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 Galway. GA circles that, that that there's such a potential there with the the amount and volume of players that you have in 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 vibrant clubs throughout the county in every corner of the county and uh, Paul Bellew has has, has some interesting thoughts uh, about how he'd like to to implement uh, the vision that he has and it's well worth listening to Paul. Great to be joined by Galway GA chairman Paul Bellew. Matches arriving thick and fast at the moment, Paul, but brilliant to see the, the a buzz back in the air last Sunday in Pierce Stadium despite the wretched weather. Good crowd for Galway and Mead, and I'm sure another bumper crowd expected on Sunday for Galway and Offaly in the Allianz Hurling League. It was fantastic, Gene. Um, actually, I, I put it in the programme notes. Last um, Sunday was the first unrestricted crowds for an inter-county match since the 8th of March in 2020. You probably remember the Galway Tipperary game, a great comeback in the league a couple of years ago, and brilliant atmosphere in the stadium that day, and things were things were going really well. And hard to believe that last Sunday was the return to that for the first time, and brilliant vibe, brilliant atmosphere in Pure Stadium. Uh, the performance obviously helped after that, and uh, it, it's really exciting. Great crew in and. Uh, I think, as you said, Henry Shefflin's first really competitive game coming on, on Sunday. There's massive appetite for games at the moment, as, as you can see across all uh, fixtures across the country. And uh, I think we're going to have a, a great crowd in again and uh, just a brilliant air of positivity around the place at the moment. You're only new into the role, Paul. You obviously have been involved as a chairperson of the Hurland Committee, but it's important the the positivity that is there that that it, that something is built on here at the moment because there really is a I suppose a feeling and, and a hope that that Galway can go well in both codes at senior level, and of course they're always going to be fairly strong at, at underage. Yeah, exactly. And look, there's there's an energy there. I I think you can note that yourself. I think it's the optimism of crowds back in New Year. Uh, a lot of changes uh, in different in different areas. There is a great fight there. Look, Gene, we're the only county, probably along with Cork, that can compete for uh, 17, 20 senior in both codes. And, uh, you know, that, that's something to be very proud of. It's something to be very positive about. Uh, you can't rest on your laurels, obviously. It doesn't mean it's going to translate. But that's, that's a brilliant thing to be able to do. That's a brilliant thing to be able to say we can compete on. And obviously the focus is on making sure we, we support ourselves to do that in every every way. Um, but yeah, there is reasons for optimism and also reasons for the League is the League team. I know last year we ran in the Hurling in particular with a great league campaign, came into the all into the All Ireland series probably, you know, maybe a bit over height. But the league now is about seeing new players, new teams. We want to win. We want to win every time, but it's mainly about how we get on, you know, and, and what we unearth for championship. Like a lot's been said, and I know in previous interviews you've you've done, Paul, about uh, the integration of players, particularly Galway's brilliant record at minor level in, in hurling and integrating players into the senior setup, and similarly in football, where where Galway have gone quite well at at, at, at a minor and obviously winning an All Ireland under twenty a, a couple of years ago. But that is probably one one facet of the job I think that you're particularly interested in, in that players who are now uh, maybe playing in the in the Sigerson if it's given cup in greater numbers for for NUIG, for example, that. There, that there's a that there's a long-term plan there that the players aren't lost to and that they can be developed into into senior uh, performers of of, of 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 good standard. Precisely, and I looked. I said it last night at the Toronto Committee meeting on Monday night. This is a particular passion of mine. Um, it's the one thing I want to do. It's not 
it's not an overnight uh, flick of a switch. Uh, the results of which might not be seen um, a long time after I'm gone. Uh, hopefully not that long. But look, it's it, it not to blame anyone. There's no one to, that can be identified. But we have not put a structure in place for long-term development of after minor for Galway hurling and Galway football. It's something I said I'm going to take personal responsibility for uh, and engage with as hurling chairperson. Started the ball rolling a small bit. Uh, would I say we're anywhere near where we need to be? We're not, but we have people in now with David Ford and James Gell taking on development roles, and we're just going to put a structure in place for hurling and football uh, over the next two to three years. It started already, to be said, the two, but it really is bringing us up to the Limericks and the Corks and the Dublins and the Tyrones and how they plan, uh, the resources they put in. And, Keen, there's a lot of talk about, at times about um, you know, elitism and you know, your club, the county. You can look after both, but if we're going to be serious about competing every year in Galway GA, we need to put serious structures in place, and we're going to do that, um, as I said, starting from now. Like challenges and possibilities both exist at, at, at the moment, Paul. Like, and I know you're you're only just you're you're only just in the door. But what what would you see as the as the main uh, challenges over the next number of months that you'd like to that you'd like to tackle yourself uh, along with the committee? Yeah, well, I suppose that 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 structure from a from a intercounty position will be one area facet of it. The second one, we're kicking off a series of club forums in the month of of, of February, where we're, we're going out. The committee is going out to the clubs, sitting down, uh, maybe 10 clubs per, per session, uh, two or three hour sessions, trashing out what's what's the biggest challenges to face, and then we're going to come up with solutions together. I think we need to um, tighten the relationship between clubs and county board. I think over the years it's probably drifted a little bit. You know, we're all Galway, we're all the one. And uh, I suppose <laughs> personally behind all the scenes, my, my ambition, if, if to say it is, you know, People like to say, oh, the county board is to remove that narrative. Um, as I said, we're going to be a support and a facilitator uh, and someone that clubs can look to and, and depend on and rely on. That, that's another piece. And finally, you know, and again, it's not a piece of a switch, but infrastructure in Galway is lagging behind. We have a lot of challenges with, with previous debt, etc. I'm not, and as I said, I don't focus on the negative, I focus on the positive, but there is going to be a significant infrastructure plan over the next couple of years. It'll take a while to do it, but we need to start planning team, you know, for for all our games. So they're the they're the two key areas I would I would identify that I'll be focusing on. Finally, Paul, the sad passing this week of uh, Noel Tracy, uh, a, a fellow uh, Park Pierce's man and a, a man that served as a, as Galway GA chairman previously too. Yes, look, because Noel is a fellow club man. That's, that's the starting point. You know, he's a huge loss to, to our community, first and foremost, in Gertrude and Valley McCord. You know, Noel was on meetings up until before Christmas uh, in the club. He, he unbroken service, I think, was in the Pearson statement that, that went out, and that was the only way to describe him. You know, he was he was a giant locally. Uh, he was a chairperson of all the GA as well, with, with a massive legacy. He came in at a time when the boards were being merged into into one county. Great believer in, in, in Gallivoan, as he always said himself, look at a brilliant uh, you know, a brilliant man for for what he did in that regard and for us said for our club and um as to to, to to his family, to the wider circle he is going to be a huge loss at, at a very young age, you know, and uh, I've been getting little insights over the last 
you know, not since no passing, but over the last month, you know, his involvement, I said, every element of GA, no one was forgotten. You know, I said it before, the score, the handball, the rounders, you know, no looked after everything. And uh, look, we want to continue that legacy on as best we can. Oh, we send sympathies to the Tracy family and thanks a million, Paul, for joining us. We wish you well uh, for the rest of the year and uh, for the coming years uh, in your role as uh, as Galway GA chairman. Thanks a million, Keith. And that was Keen catching up there with Galway chairperson Paul Bellew. Thanks very much for Paul for taking the time to chat with us this week. But Keen, it's hurling season again now. Coming back, we have had the we had the Walsh Cup going on and all that stuff. But the real stuff starts this week when uh, Offaly come to town in the league. King Henry, his crown will it be shining after this game. But we have a uh, Dolly Burke was announced as the new Galway captain this year. How'd you make that? Yeah, no, Dolly Burke, uh, what a tremendous player he's been for for Galway over a number of years for. Turlock Moore and for Curafin also uh, as as yeah. a footballer, but uh, yeah, no, Dahi Burke uh, announced as a as a Galway captain on on Thursday morning with uh, Joseph Cooney to, to be the vice captain, and yeah, no, it's a it's an, an interesting development, and uh, Dahi Burke obviously has uh, has led by example on on the field of play for for quite a number of years really has emerged as a as an influential figure on the intercounty circuit in in the past decade and it's uh, I suppose at this time you're, you're looking at the fact that you, Park Mannion was was a was a very uh, shrewd captain a very accomplished player for for Galway in, in in recent years and he has so much to offer the team going forward he'd be uh, a really really uh, able player in, in the Galway setup but you've lost uh, experienced figures uh, Joe Canning of course and uh, Aiden Hart in, in in the past couple of months, so uh, it's just a, it's an interesting it's an interesting one that uh, that 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 uh, he will will uh, will captain Galway. But you, all eyes, I suppose, are, uh, will be on Friday evening's team announcement for for the game against uh, against Offaly at, at Pier Stadium on Sunday, just to see. Uh, what fifteen Henry uh, Shefflin selects for the for the game against Offaly, the Walsh Cup very much a, a, an experimental mode. Galway played more than forty players in the three games that they had, and uh, Henry Shefflin was affording guys an opportunity. That's important too. That 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 lads were were given a chance, and some of them got two or three games to to demonstrate what they were capable of doing in 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 those games. Wins against Offaly and Antrim either side of a disappointing day out against Dublin, but Dublin uh, have 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 gone quite well in the in in the Walsh Cup this year and uh, that was uh, illustrated by the fact that they won won the competition last Saturday against uh, against Wexford uh, in convincing fashion at Crow Park so uh, Dublin clearly are are, are eager to to, to make an impact in the early months of this year but again just be really interested to see what uh, what 15 Henry Shefflin goes for uh, at the weekend when he lines Galway up against his uh, Ballyhale Shamrocks uh, club colleague Michael Fenley who's in charge of Offaly. And like as we look ahead to the league, it's a and the division one of the National Hurling League is always tough. There's no Anthony like yo, this year goal we're in with Limerick, Wexford, Cork, Offaly, and Clare. Like there's a there's no gimme in those these games. And you know, Galway kind of want to hit the ground running as well as they can for championship. And like it's gonna be very, very it's a very tough division to get Anthony out of. Oh, and the matches are just going to come thick and fast, Colin. Going Limerick play. next week, isn't it? Then? Limerick on Saturday week in, in, in the Gaelic round. So you've you've Offaly and Limerick in, in the first two games. And realistically, Colin, you're, you're looking at a situation where the championship is starting in, in mid-April this year, 16th or 15th or 16th of April off the top of my head. So that's only three months away. So in the next uh, number of weeks... Galway will definitely have five matches in the, in the group stages of, of the league and then they might advance to, to, to the knockout rounds but you're going to have a lot of matches coming in a, in a quick space of time 
probably a good thing though for for Galway at the moment, Colin. Just uh, due to the fact that I'm sure uh, a lot of younger players are going to be integrated into the panel, or guys that that don't have a massive amount of inter- county experience alongside more established players. So it's, it's perhaps it's a, it's a good thing that they're going to have uh, have games. But you're right, Division One at the moment is a it is a it's it's a cutthroat uh, environment, and you also have to add in the fact that. For the last two years, we haven't played uh, Leinster or Munster Championship round robin situations. Where uh, before that, for a couple of years, you had the the five games, uh, four or five games in the in 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 the in the provincial championship. So all of a sudden, this is just going to be a helter skelter. Yeah, like there's no let up at all. Like you know, and for a new manager coming in and a guy with so much expectation and Galway always has so much expectation on it in, in Hurling when it comes to Hurling. Like, you know, it's not going to be an easy task for Henry to try and find the team he needs to get what team he wants out there, get the best balance and give the guys experience in those tough games against the likes of Limerick and Cork and Clare because, you know, it's such a tight division it's going to be that, you know, you can't afford to be losing games or getting well beaten and the points difference coming to play and affecting you down the road and having a you know, then going into the championship, which comes so co- soon, soon after, after a bad run of form either. Yeah, no, it's a real balancing act at the moment that you, 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 you want to be competitive. You want to, you want to bring in a few new players. You want to try maybe uh, different systems out. You want to try uh, different approaches. It's so it's, it's, and, it, and, and you add in the fact that Henry Shefflin's is, it's his, it's his first uh, year as a senior inter-county manager. What a, what an impact he had with it, with his own club, uh, Ballyhale Shamrocks, but it's, it's, it's new uh, on, on a, on a number of levels. So, Maybe that that's a that also adds to the intrigue, and it, it it's also one of the reasons why you'll have a big crowd at a Pier Stadium on on uh, on Sunday. I was afternoon. just going to say, I expect to be a large crowd that'll show up to Salt Hill there for that game on Sunday, just to see how it's all going. Because there was a big, huge crowd the first day out in the Walsh Cup as well. You had. Yeah, there was a, a huge crowd in uh, in Duggan Park, Ballinasloe, for, for ironically against uh, against Offaly in the in that match. But it'll be it'll be another big crowd in the Pier Stadium. Everyone, uh, will, will just want to see what, what how Galway are, are shaping up, and I'd expect Galway to 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 go quite well in the league. It's it's within Galway's interest just to to be prime for 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 the championship. The the fact that uh that it is only three months away at this stage and you're, you're going to have a, a lot of tough matches uh, between now and then. And as Henry Shefflin, the, the words he used himself, uh, someone uh, asked him about the, the the fact that he's going to be uh, meeting Kilkenny in the championship uh, in, in Salt Hill uh, uh, th- this year. And he at that time, that was that was the day he was uh, going beat awfully in the Walsh Cup. And he just said himself that there's going to be a lot of water under the bridge between now and then. And that's that is the case. These are these are good learning weeks, if you want to call them that for for, for Galway. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm sure that uh, that uh, Galway will 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 uh, will want to go well in the league just to just to be ready for, for the championship, which is not far away at all, Colin. And we'll uh, look back on all the action in that game and in Galway's footballers game as well on Sunday evening. We do our roundup podcast, so make sure you tune in for that. We'll have that out at some stage on Sunday evening for you. Thanks, everybody, from very much for listening again this week to this episode. And we'll catch you again soon. Keen, thanks very much. Thanks a million, Colin. Pleasure as always. They'll be celebrating here as the mass invasion of Galway fans, the maroon and white, swarms on to Croke Park. Big Keegan, goal! What a touch of Shane Walsh, and he has swung the ball over the bar.